It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Okay, there we are. Jer- oh, Jerry Hayes. Uh, <laughs> David Bowie. Who's a, a great similarity? That was one of his incarnations, yeah, Jerry Hayes, yeah, wasn't it, in the 80s? Yeah, there was a great similarity. Seems like I was only with him the other day. Uh, Jerry, good evening. Good evening, James. Good evening, Ash. Good we evening. were told you were... Oh. Co- coming into the studio where did you get to well i you know i I was but you know it is not possible but what a complete and utter fiasco this whole reshuffle has been this was meant to show a young dynamic diverse cabinet and you know the chancellor has disappeared off the face of the earth and quite right too now i know you're a bit of a softy uh, tory jerry but he was oh. disobedient and he needed to go. I don't know why Boris gave him the chance to resign. I'd have kicked him out. Disobedient? Why would you get rid of him? Why was he disobedient, James? Because he didn't want to have the advisers that Boris was going to give him. He thought he should be making the decisions. Now, oh. you know, this is why you never got to be Prime Minister, Jerry. You should have <laughs> you taken... Know, oh, a... nah, you do the system, man. Yeah, you've got to know how to be in charge. No, no, no. no. Yes, yes, yes. He should have sucked it up, man. He should have sucked it up. Humiliation. This was a humiliation. And, uh, you know, Javid was right to say, look, OK, you want me as Chancellor? Let me keep my own people. Not bring the others along. The Dominic Cummings clones. I want to be Chancellor. I can make my own decisions. And do it in... No, no, I'm no, Prime no, Minister. No, 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 that isn't happening. No, no, well, that's right. And this is the beginning of the end of Boris Johnson, who will explode. This is a real problem. Uh, and, um, you know, the whole story of this reshuffle is not the new young dynamic diverse. Is the whole thing is unraveling. This is a serious problem for Boris Johnson. He's not going to end his premiership tomorrow, the next six months, mm. maybe the next two years. But it's not the end of the beginning. It is the beginning of the end. No, I disagree. And uh, I've been in this business slightly longer than you, Jerry, oh, and I think you've got it politics. all wrong, no. all wrong. Politics. You know, listen, let us remember yeah. what you did in the Northern Ireland office. Yeah. Now, I'm glad that Brandon Lewis, who's a very old friend, is the Secretary of State for Northern Ireland. A good man, uh, absolutely excellent, and he will do very well indeed. Liz Truss, 
Is she still there? I don't know. I haven't quite worked it out. What is the point of her? What is the point of lettuce? Uh, you know, one of great... Jeffrey Cox? What is, point? What, what is Jeffrey Cox? Well, he's gone, isn't he? Yeah. You've got Suella Braverman. Has she got sort of, I don't know, O-level economics? I've got a I think she's a lawyer. Oh, really? But does she practice? Does she understand what it's all about? Um, I just don't get it. I really don't understand this reshuffle at all. And yeah. whose fault is all this, then? Is this Dominic Cummings? Oh, yeah, probably. Or is it Carrie? Uh, okay. I don't think really. Oh, Carrie's got much. That's the rumours, isn't well, it? Well, because she's the, the first, I don't know, first whatever. I, I, I've never met Carrie, but I'm told she's a really nice lady, and good luck but, look, the whole point of a reshuffle like this, uh, you know, they've got Brexit out of the way, wonderful government, which are meant to be diverse, equal, young, and suddenly it's... That is not a good way to start. This is actually a disaster. You're not going to see the headlines, what the Prime Minister wanted to see um, at the beginning of all this, which is young, diverse Bloody, bloody, blah. You're going to see why is the Chancellor gone? No, you're but, completely... Yeah. Hang on, you're completely wrong, Jerry. And I, you, much oh, as really? I love you, we had lunch on Monday, we are friends, okay. uh, but much as I love you, you are completely wrong. Why? The problem... Listen, the problem is that if you're going to be an effective... Can you... It's just like those flipping the, MPs. Talk, talk, in the talk, chamber, talk, yeah. talk, yeah. In the chamber, yeah. You need to say the word order, Ash. Order. Just... But he's replaced them with young and diverse people anyway, all of the people, so he's still young and diverse. The problem is Jerry in is not reshuffle. taking getting old very well. In, in the reshuffle. Oh, you're older than me, Wiley. Yeah, but I don't pretend to be old. <laughs> the James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, earlier on, I got into an Uber. Well, actually, I didn't because I heard um, I heard the trouble that was going on um, about uh, about the virus, and uh, I know they're all changing it to the um, all except the BBC are calling it. Um, can't remember now, but to, to me, it's always going to be the coronavirus. So there we are. Uh, and it just seems to be one of the main stories, uh, which gets quite frightening for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk to uh, Dr. Simon Clark, Associate Professor uh, in Cellular Microbiology at the University in Reading. Doctor, good evening. Good evening. Um, I, I know everybody's now calling it the posh name, which I can't remember, something 19, I think. COVID-19. Yeah, but, I mean, to me, and I think most people, it's always going to be coronavirus, so uh, I don't yeah. think there's much point. Um, are we are we really in the midst of a very serious problem, or are we being right to be cautious, but perhaps getting over the top about you know we're all going to die unless we do this? The latter, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we we've had a, a, there have been a lot of deaths from this, but there are a lot of deaths from flu every year, yeah. about half a million globally, and that's every year with something that we have. Uh, or usually have a working vaccine too. Oh, I see. But the problem then is that we don't have a vaccine at the moment for this. Currently, there's no way of controlling this with a vaccine. No. Yeah. Is there? I mean, if you get it, is there anything that can be done? Um, no. Well, 
really all that happens when somebody has a severe case of this, and usually they have a severe case because they've got some other underlying condition which makes it worse, uh, is to treat their symptoms. For most of us, if we get this, it will be relatively mild, probably something akin to a bad cold. Um, so really, it's just a case of treating symptoms, but then only really that's necessary in the most severe cases, which are relatively few. Why did that doctor die who was only 36 in China? Why, why are young people? That's a good question. That is unusual. It might have been because he was repeatedly exposed to the virus. He may have been working himself every hour God sends. We've seen mm. TV pictures of, of, uh, of a medical and nursing staff in China under severe stress. So that might have had some uh, part to play in it as well. But it could have been because he was repeatedly exposed to it. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Today uh, is World Radio Day, proclaimed in 2011 by the member states of UNESCO and adopted by the United Nations Assembly in 2012 as an international day, February the 13th, to become World Radio Day. Why? Well, let's ask one of the legends of radio, Mr Chris mm. Tarrant. Good evening. Mm. Oh, thank you, James. James, I was just sitting there thinking, why? I haven't a clue. Why? Well, that's why we got you on, man. Yeah, thanks, mate. What, yeah. are we, what are we all supposed to do today? We're supposed to go around shaking hands with anybody we ever met on the radio? What? Well, I don't know, really. It just seems a rather strange thing. And why UNESCO and the United Nations? Um, yeah. Probably, they say, radio Aren't is... There a... more important things the United Nations should be doing than well, of course there are. world radio? A fine day, though, it is, but... Yeah, but the interesting thing... Let's talk about it this way, Chris. The interesting thing is, you and I worked in both mediums, yeah. but radio sustains. And, in fact, you get... Would you put that down? I'm getting annoyed with you, Ash. No, just put that right. down and stop fiddling with things. Sorry, no. I... I do apologise, Sir Chris. I'm so sorry. So, you know, radio, the audience are, are closer to you. They love you more than watching you on TV, don't they? Yeah, it's a weird thing. I, I always said that you can actually, and it happened to me for a while, you can kind of own a town or a city on radio in a way that you never, ever can do on television. You know, Anton Decker, probably the hottest thing in, in British television, television quite rightly and have been for years but they never kind of owned london there was quite a period of my life when i sort of owned london you know les ross owned birmingham you know you own where you were <laughs> evans for a while sort of owned manchester it just becomes people just turn on their radio and it just starts their day whenever i used to get to los angeles i just had to immediately turn to kiss you know see what rick Dees was doing what he was talking about and guys go on the radio, as you know and I know, for mm. years and years and years, without a sort of burnout. Um, now, Howard Hughes is not very well at the moment, and he does oh, a... Oh, a well, I'm not sure, apparently. I hope he hasn't got the virus. Oh. Anyway, um, and he's, in bed, he's, in, he's in bed listening, and he'd love you to say hello. I think we've got Howard on the other line. Hang on. Howard! Oh, James, how are you? And Chris, if you could hear Howard me... Howard Hughes! Oh, my God! Hello, mate. Now, listen, Howard, are you not well, mate? What's up with you? No, it's all right. Listen, I've just... I, I don't know what it is. I don't get sick. I'm always at work. But uh, I got mowed down by this flu bug. 
about five days ago, and I'm just coming out of it now, so please... You haven't you just know, come back from China, have you? <laughs> 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 just so, just so I really don't want to catch up with you. I, I phoned the doctor and they said, for God's sake, don't come in, because you know, we don't want you bringing anything in here. bottles of Corona all around your bed, because I really oh, don't want to help us. It's so nice to hear your voice, though. And I heard you say, because I was listening, of course I was listening, I heard you say about the radio thing is a commitment and I don't think I could go. I think radio needs you back on it, truly. No, I really don't think it does. Oh, well, I, I would. I have a very, very nice I life. Your superior knowledge. I mean, I do, I do miss it. My missus says what you should do is you go in your, I've still got a studio. She said you should go in a studio, make a radio show, but never goes out. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the point of that? That would be sort of that would get everything out of my system without actually having to bother about. But here's a better idea. What about a show, a weekend show, maybe just one or two hours with the both of you doing it? Well, no, thank you. No, I've done that. <laughs> I did that. Even if they were to offer you shameless amounts of money, Chris. No, no. He's too rich no, now. No Howard, I love you as a man and as a human, but I, no, I don't want to spend another second of my life with you. <laughs> but you know, so you this is how I feel about you. a very good point that you made. <laughs> oh, kindness. The, the point that you made is that the radio thing was completely different. The telly is one thing. And, you know, I only edited voiceovers on TV, so what do I know? But the radio was such an intimate thing. And we would do that radio show early in the morning, and we were living our lives out in front of the people, weren't we? We were having our existence in front of, was, in front of the audience. I always say that. It was the best fun. It was the best gang. It was, you know, the nicest. It was the nicest working time of my life, and it touched. I mean, I still most days, somebody, you know, somebody will say, "Bang a friend," but somebody will also say, "Oh, I remember that thing you said on the radio." That people just remember stuff mm. years and years and years. Dark things you did. I remember broadcasting with you, dressed only in a pair of paper panties. Now, why would I still remember? <laughs> what were you wearing paper panties for, Chris? <laughs> well, you were wearing paper panties. He still does. <laughs> This is what I mean. These were the days when money was no object, they told us. But you had to explain to somebody, why would you have a broadcaster wearing paper panties on the radio when nobody could see him? You couldn't really explain it, but it was wonderful. This thing that you're talking about was the most requested item, apparently, that they ever did. It kept being asked for. You know this. Uh, we were on a Caribbean cruise because yeah. we kept doing these shows away from the UK. And I also I thought to our old mate... Um, Michael Aspel, he's still very much alive and very fit, and one of the great early radio broadcasts. Mm. And he talks about the days when he had to go in, read the news on the radio, wearing a dinner jacket and bow tie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not a well, part of the idea was that anything that involved humiliation or personal risk, I did. So I yeah, had well, to have so myself covered in seaweed. Like you. Covered in seaweed. Just because we didn't like it. No, the question is, <laughs> Howard, hang on, Howard, did you enjoy <laughs> it? Because, you know, I've been trying to get rid of Ash for nearly yeah. 20 years, and he still turns up in the studio whether I want him or not when we go on the air. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. I, 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 I know people. They were a great 10 I, years. I can, I can have him taken out for you. I know people. What way does he try and go home? Uh, I go different routes every night because he's already tried all that sort of thing. <laughs> the James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. You know, he thought he spoke like an actor, an actor oh, in yeah. the theatre. You know, if Ash oversteps the mark, he's out. He's yeah. out. If Whale oversteps the mark, 
He's out the door. Doesn't work that way. You were subservient to me. James Whale's judgment went with his hair. (laughs) (laughs) That means he never had any judgment. Even if they were to offer you shameless amounts of money, Chris. No, no. He's too rich now. Howard, I love you as a man and as a human, but no, I don't want to spend another second of my life with you. Where did you get it from? The garden centre? No, <laughs> the weather, you silly sausage. The hey, problem is, Jerry is not reshuffle. taking getting old very well. In, in the reshuffle. Oh, you're older than me, Whaley. The, I'm wearing the producer's Tooth, jacket. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get a photograph of me? No, no, thanks. Oh, okay. Co- covered in seaweed. <laughs> Just because we didn't like it. But the question <laughs> is, how you tell me. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.